Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 21 of Intuit. I am Sal. And I'm Lyndon. I'm going to call this episode 21. We had some technical issues with our live stream, so that's not going to be posted as an episode. And just for my own sanity, I'm very (laughs) nitpicky. So if there was like a gap between 20 and 22 on like Spotify, that would just irk me to no end. Fair enough. We'll just leave that for like the true fans who remember that episode. <laughs> so when we make it big, you can like tell everybody, oh, yeah, I know about the secret episode 21 that no one else knows about. <laughs> that'll just be a thing between us. But thank you so much to everybody who listened. That was yes, so thank fun. You. I had a good time. Did you? I did. It was a lot less scary than I expected it to be. I know. You were so nervous, but it I was. I was like, really oh my God, well. people perceiving me? Wow. Um, but no, it did go crowd. really, really well. We had people giving their commentary. Love to hear it. And yeah, so how have you been? <laughs> <laughs> this always happens. I don't know if I should even ask anymore. <laughs> Listen, at this point, just assume it's mental illness, love. That's oh, all boy. you got to assume at this point. Oh boy. At this rate. No, I've actually been like, okay. Good. My sanity's been up and down, but you know what? Today we're doing good. <laughs> That's all it can be because everything's even getting so much worse. And listen, I'm just going to work and coming home. That's it. I'm not going That's anywhere. It. Don't catch me any place. That's the thing. Like, I'm grateful that I'm able to, you know, work from home and do my thing from yes. here. It's just now I'm also thinking about when this vaccine comes out, I'm definitely going to be like the last wave of people. Like I'm the group that's going to get it the last, which is fine. I completely understand that, but that just means I'm going to be in the house even longer. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, I'm looking at 2022, (laughs) but enough of that. I, I don't even want to get into like the thought that my Harry Styles tour date was moved to September of 2021 in March. And now I'm not even sure if I'm going to see it then. I was going to say. We're not going to talk about it. It's okay. Um, It's fine. So yeah, that's been. Yeah, what's what's up up with you? (laughs) I've been good. Same boat. We have to talk about Happiest Season. I don't know if you talked about it on the episode or not, but you told me to watch it and I watched it. And there's a lot to talk about. So if you haven't seen Happiest Season, it's on Hulu. I'll put a timestamp so we don't spoil anything. But we're just going to have our chat now. Yeah. Um, Overall, I thought it was a good movie, even though it made me very mad at times. And Mm -hmm. some of the acting was hit or miss. And it was, like, very, very cheesy. Like, so cringy. But after watching it all the way through, I was like, this was a solid movie. Especially since I did that little watch party thing where you have the chat with your friends. While oh, watching yeah, yeah. It. So we were having a good time because we were joking about everything. And <laughs> yeah, so I think that's a good way to do it. I feel like if I was watching oh, it by yeah. myself, I'd feel otherwise, but I liked it. I don't know. What, what are I, your thoughts? I'm glad you did. I was kind of angry. I like, as a movie, <laughs> like, I can see why you would say that. The issue is, I watched it with lesbians. That's a lie. I watched <laughs> it with bisexuals. <laughs> Okay. And we were all expecting this movie to be a gay Christmas movie for the gays. 
Oh, that is not what it was at all. See, but going that's the into reason it why I didn't like that. it, because I was expecting it to be that, because it's Kristen Stewart, it's Dan Levy, it's the girl from, what was it? Not San, yeah, San Junipero. I keep forgetting her name all the time. Yes. That plays Harper. Like, I was expecting it to be this gay movie for the gays, and it wasn't, it wasn't. which I understand, but it's but like, come on. <laughs> like, I'm, and, and then also the fact that two lesbians are living in the same house, and they're drinking regular milk. Come on now. Really? Yeah, from really? the start, you should have But also, too, like, but also <laughs> Harper being like, oh, the spoilers starting from here on out, if anybody wants to watch. Harper being like, yeah, by the way, remember six months ago when I told my parents about us and how they were accepting? Yeah, fuck LOL, Harper. I lied. Eh. Literally, <laughs> like, fuck Harper. And then going to the bar and being like, oh, well, like, I want to stay with my friends. And making her go back to her homophobic parents' household. Yep. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, right after her parents thought that she was a thief because those two yes! little kids. Yes! Oh, my God. Yes, you, you are literally the fucking worst, Harper. The worst. Like, Harper is the worst girlfriend. And then I love how Kristen Wiig was dressing more and more... Kristen Stewart? Oh, like a butch? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, she was wearing the blazer and... Yup. Just out of spite, I saw that. And Harper was just being such a bitch, and the entire and time... And being like, LOL, being be in the worse. closet for this weekend. Ah, like, no! It does I not live with you, and I'm prepared to propose, and you were, like, not gonna even consider me in this factor and you're not even gonna tell me that you didn't actually tell your parents until we're 10 minutes away from their house in the middle of nowhere you are the worst what i wanted to see is um kristen stewart end up with riley aka aubrey plaza i wanted that yes, to be the end. i think everybody that wanted they end that. up together yes i don't understand why that didn't happen that if they wanted it to be a gay movie for the gays that's what should i don't happened. know either but the sister's husband's gay we know that uh, the fact that he was having an affair with the one friend. When I tell you, me and all my friends were calling it, we we're like, all right, there's going to be a guy, another guy in the closet. There's going to be another one. And it wasn't. Yep. I was like, this, <laughs> fuck this. I mean, you're going to tell me he's going to be wearing all the floral print. And mm-hmm. then he has a basket making company. Mm-hmm. What else? There were so what many else? other telltale signs. And I, I was, was so mad. I was thinking that the dad was going to come out as like buy or something. Ooh, I, I was I expecting like a really big twist coming. that way. Interesting. I don't know. Okay. But yeah, it was just like I went in thinking it was going to be a gay movie for the gays. I yeah, mean, Dan well, Levy's I character. Why. I love his Dan whole Levy's character, character is the gay for the gays. Yes, That's Dan I mean, Levy's whole character. Him calling her up <laughs> and flushing the goldfish <laughs> down the toilet and then being at I the pet it. shop <laughs> on the phone I loved with her. It. Oh, my God. But that's the thing. It's like, I was disappointed because it actually ended up being a gay movie for the straights yet again, which again, I understand and I get and they have their purpose in and of itself. But I would like I would love to see like a channel like Hallmark that just creates like B-level romance movies, but just with like all queer characters. Definitely. You know, something where like the story isn't about like coming out or like all this stuff, like just gays being gays. And that's just it. Of course. Did you see speaking of Hallmark? Hallmark mm-hmm. um, on Twitter that like uh, collage of all the Christmas movies from over the and years. And they're all white women? Yes. And white men in the same outfits. Yep. And there, mm-hmm. there were like 20 of them. Yeah. Oof. That's, all, that's mean, their whole brand. Well, they know their demographic. If we're being Well, they honest. know. They're making yeah. white movies for white people. They know exactly what they're doing. And but, they do it well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. Another thing I wanted to talk about 
people were talking about how Kristen Stewart isn't necessarily a lesbian. And I think it was hmm. raising questions as to should she be allowed to play that role? And I wanted to get your take on it because my thing is when it comes to race, absolutely. I think we need representation where it should be that without a doubt. I think okay. the cinematic, our cinematic history in this nation has been so whitewashed that absolutely no question about it. Mm-hmm. Do I think there definitely should be LGBTQ plus representation? There should be more of it at 100%. I think we yeah. definitely don't have enough. And I think that's why this conversation is coming to be. However, I don't necessarily have an issue with a straight person playing a gay person. Is Kristen Stewart straight? She no. might be bi. I'm not sure. I don't think okay. she's gay. I mean, but either way, I mean, because I'm pretty sure she said on SNL that she's very gay. So I just assumed oh. that she was a well, lesbian or way, queer in, in some way. I mean, either way. Playing a gay role, what, what's your take on it? It's, I'm definitely not the type of person to really make a stance on this. Not in the sense of like, how do I put this? Like, because I don't work in, like as an actor or an actress or really like in those spaces. I feel like I'm not really the type of person to really like talk about this specific topic, but maybe I am because I am a gay queer person of color. I don't know. Yeah. I I think it's for me. I, I don't didn't mind think of it. it. Sorry to cut you off. I just thought of it this yeah. way. Thinking it, thinking about it from an actor's point of view, trying to find work. Say you're a very you know feminine person, and then a straight actor gets a role over you. I I don't know. I think. At the end of the day, you're just acting, and I think you're putting yourself in the shoes of another person. So I, I don't know. Sorry, I'm rambling. Yeah. You give your take. No, I mean, because I've heard both sides from many people in the community in terms of like people being like, no, I don't want straight people playing gay characters, and also vice versa of like gay people being like, I don't mind when straight people play gay characters as long as it's not like they're playing like a very like stereotypical type of character, if yes. that makes sense. And they actually like, do the research, do the work, and support the community, like, clearly, rather than just, like, doing a role mainly for, like, money and, like, fame purposes, if that makes sense. Yeah, of course. So I definitely, I know, obviously, this is different, but I feel like when it comes to, like, trans people and trans roles, I feel like that should stay with trans people, but that's also because there's a lot of, like, trans face, and then also the idea of trans people not being able to get work, period. I definitely agree with that. I think that's... Plus, it's just totally different, you know? Yeah, exactly. So it's, I don't know, it's kind of hard because potentially it could be queer baiting, but I think it's also different if, like, they play this one role one time and then they're, like, you know, yeah. very active, like, activists, like, for the community and ally, you know, they show up, they've done the research, you know, they pass, they're not, like, I'm not, like, a groundbreaking person, like, these, all these other people, like, came before me, you know what I mean? Versus, sure. like... Maybe somebody that like is straight but predominantly plays gay roles, then it's like, okay, what's happening here? Because we know that you're a straight person, if that makes sense. Mm. So I don't know. I feel it's like tough. it's it's tough. Because then there's also the fact of like, oh well, if like only gay people should be playing gay roles, what if somebody does identify as queer but they just don't feel comfortable coming out yet if they're, you know, an mm. up and coming like actor, actress, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So it gets, it gets really, it gets really murky. I don't think we have the answers ourselves, but I just wanted to have a little convo about that because I know that people are talking about that. Yeah. I just didn't know that Kristen Stewart wasn't a lesbian, but I I don't know if this is fact. I think it was through, (laughs) (laughs) again, 
I do not know off the top of my head. I just wanted to have this discussion in general. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Uh, we'll see. I don't know if Kristen Stewart wants to let us know. Let us know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that for that movie. If you want something fun to watch with people, I, d- I highly suggest you watch this movie. That's a it's, fun one. Another fun thing to watch with twists. people. Have you seen A Teacher on Hulu? I have not. Okay, so it's a new Hulu show with Nick Robinson, a.k.a. the guy who plays Simon and Love Simon, a straight man. Um, but he's playing, again, a high school student that, like, has sex with his, like, teacher. Oh, my God. And, like, that whole relationship, which is funny because that happened in my high school. So every time I watch it, I'm like, LOL, that happened at our school. (laughs) Jesus Christ. But, like. Oh, boy. It's very entertaining to watch with other people because you watch it and you're like, what the hell just happened? (laughs) I know. Oh, my God. Fantastic. (laughs) So that's been what's good with us. I mentioned this to you earlier, but I didn't say it before we recorded. And I probably should have, but I forgot. But since it is December, every week that we record an episode, I want to do some holiday favorite songs. Just like a top three for each episode. Top three every episode? Yes. Ooh, okay. Child, let me go to my Christmas jams playlist. (laughs) I feel like, I don't know. I I had trouble myself narrowing it down. Yeah, because you have a lot to choose from with Mariah Carey. Come on. I could do all hers, but I'm going to control myself here. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll start. So my first song, it has to be All I Want for Christmas is You. Obviously. Without a doubt, Mariah Carey. Classic, staple. I can hear it, listen to it year round and not have an issue. Mm-hmm. My second song, I had to do another classic by the incomparable Mr. Stevie Wonder. Mm. Christmas means to me. Classic bop. Gets you up and going. Mm -hmm. I love it. Nothing beats the original. And lastly, I wanted to incorporate a Christmas song that I recently discovered. A rendition. Um, Cece Winans. She's an incredible gospel singer. I don't know if you know of her. No. I stopped listening to gospel a long time ago. Yes. And she has a Christmas album from back in the 90s that I just discovered and her rendition of Go Tell It on the Mountain is everything and anything. Oh, God. Yeah, Go Tell It on the Mountain slaps. I will say that. But it's, like, so <laughs> as a, nice. As a hymn, yeah, and like it slaps. such a, like, bop. And it's so good. Listen for yourselves. So those are my top three this week. Okay. What about yours? I think I'm just, like, scrolling through my playlist right now. Since I've had a good week, I want to go with the happy jams. Mm-hmm. I definitely have to do Joy to the World, Mariah Carey. Iconic. I have to. Every time Are I you listen doing the to the live it, version, I know how you feel about live recordings. I, I, I don't like them, but I know exactly oh. what you're talking about. It's good, but it's not the live version that I'm talking about. Okay. I'm talking about the studio version. That one's version. still good. I mean, they're all good. They're all good. <laughs> Classic. I mean, that record from start to finish. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Next one is Underneath the Tree, Kelly Clarkson. It's a banger and accept yes. it. Accept it. Yes. It's now no, a Christmas I love it. staple. Yes. Oh, my God. Is. And then and the I last one. that. Oh, sorry. Continue. I just just know people have given that song a hard time, but I enjoy it. It's so good. I like Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. And then the last one, I have to go with Joy to the World slash Joyful Joyful, Tori Kelly. Oh, my God. Okay. 
Yeah, we're going it's with really Vegas. Good, it's really so good. It's so good. Because we just she goes got into Joyful it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, ooh, let's get oh, it. Oh, that okay. transition, so good. So, so good. freaking good. Oh I loved her album from start to finish. You know who just came out with a Christmas album that's really, really good? Who? Jordan Sparks. <gasps> Stop. Go listen. Go I'm listen. I'm literally typing so into Spotify great. as we speak. And there are a bunch of originals, and it's, it's very like modern in today's type. It's really good. She has like a trap miss melody. Stop. It's Cider and Hennessy is the name. Yes. yes. Oh my God. So good. And I'm so glad that she's back. I mean, she was such a staple of my childhood. Oh yeah. And Battlefield? she really hasn't released music in forever. So. I mean, she was taking her time. She now got a husband and a kid. She's chilling. Yeah. She's having a but vibe. I'm, I'm eating it all up. I'm like, come on, Jordan. Come back. Come, come back. We'll come up. We need you, Jordan. <laughs> we really do. Oh my god! The other day it was like the 15th anniversary of tattoo. So I you love like Sparks. a tattoo. <laughs> I'll always have oh, you. Like- the second I hear those clicks in one step at a time, I am transported <sighs> back to my mom's Honda Odyssey. Listen, whenever I hear her say, "So you better go and get your armor in Battlefield," I don't know what happens, but just a surge of serotonin goes yes. through my body yes. every single time. Her power! Every time. Wow! Every time! Oh wow! <laughs> But I guess that concludes our holiday songs for this week. I'm going to put together a holiday song playlist in and of itself on our Spotify. So make sure to go check that out. We'll keep you guys posted and make sure to comment on the Instagram. What are your favorite holiday songs? We want to know. Did you like the ones that we suggested? Yep. And we're not even just talking about Christmas songs. I know there's a lot of other holidays. It's just America is very Christian centric. And I'm sorry, y'all, that celebrate other religions. It's not fair. Trust me. I know. No. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so, I mean, whether Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song, I no, love it. I'm sorry. I only said no, not because of Hanukkah, but just because of Adam Sandler. Is he really problematic? I don't think he's problematic. It's just the thought of him in a studio. I don't know why. That doesn't sit right with my spirit. Well, I think that's the whole point of the joke. Oh, is it a joke? <laughs> no, I'm only asking that. because oh sometimes God. I forget, like, which stars are joking no, or not. Like, did you know that comedian. Vin Diesel came out with two songs? Oh, Vin no Diesel way. has two singles. Seriously, and they're I don't know good. If I like that. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I don't know if they're both good. I've only listened to one, but the one I listened to was good. Oh wow! All right, I'm gonna check that out. But I think <laughs> the whole point of um, Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song is that there aren't many Hanukkah songs, if even, that are in the mainstream, and like he's not even a singer, and he kind of jokes throughout it about okay. his like Hanukkah traditions so that makes sense. Uh, he doesn't take himself seriously it's supposed to kind of be a very funny comedic song a little bamping um, yes ooh. oh my god stop <laughs> I no, hate to admit it I was getting sick of that TikTok for a native New Yorker iconic on that note oh my god we're gonna end it here on the intro and we're going to be back after this with some hot topics. we got some good stories, so oh, make I'm sure excited. to stay tuned. All right, and we are back. This is the part of the episode where we get into it on all the juicy news and hot gossip. First of all, this is a follow-up on what we were talking about earlier. I don't even want to say her name, but we just had the perfect clapback oh, that God. we need to acknowledge and just leave it at that. You oh, know? Is, it, is it my man? Yeah, so Harry Styles yep. <laughs> posted on Instagram a picture of 
himself eating a banana while wearing a ruffled blouse. And all that it says in the description is bring back manly men. Did you see her like Instagram story after that? I did not, and I don't want to. Okay, I'll talk about it because I actually watched the whole thing, and it's okay. so funny. So on her Instagram story, she posted like a series of like videos and photos being like, Harry Styles responded to my video, like, I make national conversation, da 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 and essentially thinking that like Harry was like supporting her. And she was like, yeah, like, I liked his Stop. outfit. He looked stupid, but like... I think he looks good and like she like tried to tag him but apparently he blocked her on instagram so she As couldn't actually should. tag him <laughs> and it was Listen. so funny because i'm like does she think that he's on her side like is she thick is she dumb <laughs> i i wouldn't put anything past that woman and honestly she wants this she wants the attention oh, and yeah. we don't need to give it to her i think this was the perfect clap back and leave it at that he doesn't need to say anything else nope. and just call no, it he a day, you know? He's not going to say anything else. He doesn't need to say no. anything else. All I will say is, you know what, Candace Owens? If you want attention, we can keep talking about the fact that your husband cheated on you with your brother. That's okay. We can keep talking about that if Whew. you want. If you want to stay in the headlines, we can keep on chatting about that. Oh, boy. No problem. <laughs> all righty. So that's all with Harry Styles. Love him. That whole photo shoot was beautiful. There's a picture Iconic. of him biting into a pomegranate. Did you see that one? I did not. A little bit of a Call Me By Your Names vibes? No, it was a peach and Call Me By Your Name. Don't start I that. I know, I know, but <laughs> some, close enough, right? No, because this one, he's like, it's a good picture. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go look. In other news, this is very sad. Um, so Laverne Cox. Okay. Um, came out and said that she and a friend were targeted <gasps> in a transphobic attack this past week. Oh, my God. Um, so they were in a park in Los Angeles over the weekend, and Laverne posted this video, and she said she was walking with her friend in Griffith Park on Saturday mm -hmm. when a man approached them and aggressively asked for the time. She said, the friend that I'm, wi I'm with looks at his watch and tells me the time, and then the guy who asked for the time says to my friend, guy or girl? My friend says, fuck off. All of a sudden, the man began to physically attack her friend. Oh, my God. And then uh, Cox had to call 911. Um, but the, by the time they arrived, the man had already fled the scene. Oh, my God. And she went on to say, the guy really wanted me to answer so that he could spook whether I'm trans or not. I don't know why. I don't know why it matters. At the end of the day, it's like, who cares? But that's I'm the thing. It doesn't matter. I'm in a hoodie and yoga pants. I'm completely covered up. I've got my mask on. Who cares if I'm trans? How does this affect your life? And then she went on to say, uh, it's important to remind myself, it's not your fault that there are people who are not cool with you existing in the world. It was not my friend's fault. It's not my fault that this happened. We have a right to walk in the park. Yeah, I mean, so sad and so frustrating and just... Knock it's it despicable. Off. It's despicable yeah. and it's disgusting. I'm gonna speak on this because I have so many fucking trans and non-binary friends, and it's mm -hmm. just like, why do you fucking care? Nobody fucking cares. It's none of your fucking business. Why are you trying to get in these people's business? And then when none. people are talking about like, oh, like I don't like you know I don't mind trans people. I just don't want them you know in my space and stuff like that. Like first of all, that's no. transphobic. You saying yes. that all these legislators 
and these policies that are allowing, you know, trans people to be fired from them jobs just because they're the, like trans and shit like that. Like there's a reason why it's so hard for people like trans people in particular to live above the age of 35 because everything in this society and in this country is going it's against, to work them. against and you them. can't take yep. five seconds to be a decent human being and mind your fucking business when these people are literally just trying to mind live their your lives. business that's it they were minding their business you came up to them it's Ugh. absolutely despicable if you're transphobic fuck you fuck you and just worry about yourself like if you at the end of the day want to stay in your ignorant bubble and you know think that all these people are terrible people when they're not at least fucking keep to yourself i don't care what ignorance you want to veil over yourself but stay with that in the corner somewhere don't be coming after people in the middle of the street minding their own business on a typical day no one's coming after you you know it's just like it's just so disgusting and the thing that irks me the most is i don't know what this person believed in that attacked them but like it's always the super religious people that like yes. say that they believe in loving everyone doing the right thing da 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 my ex racist ass fucking roommate identified as like a christian like a full-on christian woman which is fine if you identify as that but your actions speak louder than your words your actions and the people that you support speak louder than your words and you actually are not living by the text or the people that you claim to be living by if you actively discriminate against people that don't look like you don't talk like you don't, like, it's just so fucking despicable and it's absolutely disgusting. And, disgusting. and it literally makes my fucking blood boil. I can't. I fucking Oof. can't. I will say, I would never wish this upon anybody, no. not even Laverne Cox. I think this is so horrific and I'm sure extremely traumatic. It's terrifying. However, in a way, I think this is good that it was brought to the limelight because I think it's going to have a lot of people talking and recognizing that trans people are being targeted right now. Especially trans women of color. Yes. So in a way, I'm very, I'm happy that it's being brought to light and we're having this conversation right now so that people can be, hopefully this educates more people, you know? Yeah. It's just like, Um, it just. Because sadly enough, I hate to say this, I think there are so many instances on like local news shows that are looked past. Oh, but absolutely. If if they even make those headlines. So I think it's good that, you know, I think Laverne Cox has become a household name and I think a lot of people have come to know her and learn a lot about trans people through her and I think this goes to show that, you know, no matter what, she may be very successful, but she's even targeted and this but, is a real thing. But that's the thing. It sucks that it has to get to a point where like, oh, well, somebody well, yes. with the status like Laverne yes. Cox is bringing light to of this. Course. Like, this shouldn't have to happen. Of course. It shouldn't have I, to I be agree. somebody with the status like Laverne Cox for people to give a shit about like how trans no, people are I being know. targeted every fucking day. I know. But Believe yeah. me. Yeah. It's but just like. I, that's the shitty world we're living in. You know what I'm saying? So I yeah. think hopefully people are talking, having conversations, have conversations with your kids, you know, educate them. This is important stuff, you know? Yeah. And donate if you can to trans organizations that support the trans community. Yes, please. Please. Alrighty. So moving forward, shout out to Laverne Cox though and her friend. I hope you guys are hanging in because that's yeah. very traumatic. I can't imagine. Um, yeah, so 
All right, Felicity Huffman. Ooh. She was caught in the college admission scandal. She rigged her daughter's SAT score. Oh, okay. Do you remember okay. that? Was she the other With white the woman Lori next Loughlin? to Lori Loughlin? Yep. Yes. She <laughs> was on Desperate one, Housewives. Right? Yes. Okay, I never watched Desperate Housewives, so I never really knew who she was. All good. So she's out of prison. Um, and she's out? Yes. Jesus. So How long she was, was she relieved. in there? 45 days? I think it was something stupid. Jesus. I mean, and Lori's about to end hers come Christmas, and then her husband's going in. So. She's returning to ABC, Miss Hoffman, um, with an acting role. Um, She's playing a widow who takes over her husband's minor league baseball team um, in a comedy series. And apparently it's based on real life owners of some team. Either way. Either way, they shouldn't have hired her and I'm not, oh, I will not wait. be watching. Oh, wait. <laughs> I just read this. You said uh, 45 days. Honey. Huffman was sentenced to 14 days in prison and no. served 11 Are you serious? after pleading guilty. White people can just get away with anything in this country, huh? <laughs> Truly. Damn straight. I mean that fully. That's not oh, a joke. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's ridiculous. She was sentenced to 14 days and served 11? And apparently she was writing a... Or no, that was Lori. Lori's apparently writing a book. Oh but this God. had to have been in the works while she was in prison, that she knew she had a television show lined up after the fact. Oh, yeah, and for 14 days? Yeah. I'm also surprised in that ABC, who is partnered with Disney, mm -hmm. a family-oriented network, is supporting this. I mean, at the end of the day, as shitty as it sounds, it's definitely going to get headlines because of the scandal and who she is. But come on. It's I mean, what a disgrace. Like, just stop. It's easy to you know, not hire them. Y'all blackball women all the time, especially women yeah. of color. You couldn't yeah. do it for this one white bitch? Really? Really? You just had to give her a role? Do you know how many I people are unemployed right now? You just had to give her, her, a role? I know. Okay. I mean, she's sitting well with her money. And listen. Do I think the woman should never work again in her life? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, no, I think, however, you know, I think she should be able to get work at a certain point, but Here's not for I several would allow her years. To get work at a certain point, if she donates like 75% of her net worth to scholarships that go to underprivileged. Yes people of color exactly it's like following kids. her sentence she wasn't focused on just getting another role she was actually focused on hey i'm gonna try and be a better person and give back because i really fucked up yeah i and mean you opened gonna, your purse before why not now why not now why not now and yeah i just think this is a disgrace and shame on you abc this was such a bad move i'm hoping people aren't tuning in but uh who's to say Disgusting. Jesus. Um, Next. <laughs> I'm just hoping, because we know Hallmark. We were just talking about that. Oh, yeah. Lori Loughlin was Lori Loughlin was their queen over there. It wasn't really her. It was more like Lacey Chabert and Candace, the girl that but was on. But she had a good amount of No, she was on When Calls the Heart for the first yes. five seasons. So I actually watched that show after she was, like, kicked off and, like, I think was already going through all of this because it was quarantine and I had nothing else to do. And, like, part of her plotline in the show is that, like, <laughs> the corrupted, like, 
mine owner like she's giving him a second chance and like testifying for him in court and stuff like that and like mm. her whole speech was like everybody deserves a second chance and my roommate was like this is really fitting considering she's about to go to jail <laughs> i know right the irony it's so fucking but ironic. i'm hoping but that they don't pull dropped from hallmark and she like is no longer collecting royalties from them or something like that like they completely oh. X'd her out and like good and like okay. they've already filmed season six of this show when like the whole thing broke out and they actually postponed the like go live date of the show because they went back and re-edited the entire season and took her out of like everything and she was an integral yeah. part of the show oh i know like hallmark was not fucking around with that Good. So I'm glad at least they're de- probably most likely not going to bring her back after she comes out of prison. Yeah. But any other network, come on. And plus, Lori's crime was like a lot worse than Felicity Huffman's. And what I'm not Felicity? saying Felicity Huffman is any saint, you yeah. know? Yeah, Lori pays like, like 500K in total for both of her girls, right? Yeah, and she stole two spots from like athletes and if you know crew athletes they fucking train like nobody's business oh my God. like crew if you that do is crew, not you are easy... stronger than yes. jesus damn you're up at like 4 a.m every day that you will never catch me wrong juggle. the boat i'm sorry no ma'am <laughs> same here sis you'll nope. see me on a canoe on a really tranquil pond but you will never see me rowing <laughs> absolutely not so yeah hope, hopefully this is not the case with Lori, and she actually wakes up and does something good with and opens the her purse. I know did. she got money. I know what that contract oh, looked like for Hallmark. You know that target line. Wallet. Massimo's got that fucking, those leggings. <laughs> <laughs> so they got the money. Same with the daughters. I'm so sick and tired of them. They were so bratty and spoiled. Even after everything happened, the one Olivia Jade was posting stuff on Instagram, like F the press, like get out of here, little girl. Like literally no one gives a fuck. No. Maybe if you actually gave a fuck about the people around you and understood why what your mom did was so fucking wrong, mm-hmm. we would care. But since you don't, we don't. <laughs> no. And that's just it at the end of the day. What I've noticed is all those YouTubers, a lot of them are like getting back into her circle. And welcoming her back. Jesus. It's a little too soon for any of that. I mean, um, but it's also the idea of like class solidarity at the end. Of, I remember yeah. after everything that happened with Ellen, at mm-hmm. the end of the day, it doesn't matter how much All you love them or how much they the supposedly woodwork. love you. Nine times out of 10, they're going to go with their class than with their like people that like then with their fans, if that makes sense. Whew. It's always about class solidarity. That's just that it. That is at the end too of the day. real. They really could no, give less of a shit. You're right. Alrighty. That's that. This is a little lighthearted, and I know you don't love this girl, but oh I am happy for her, and I think you'll be happy for her, too. What is it? Who is it? So we know that Taylor Swift Gone. is re-recording her <laughs> masters. She what? Right? Repeat that. She's re-recording her masters. Okay, I actually do support this, because whatever that whatever his name is was Scooter fucked. Scooter Braun. Scooter Braun was fucked for doing that to her. Yes. Fucked. So she is in the midst of starting to re-record her masters. And in light of this, she came out with a Match.com ad um, with Ryan Reynolds. And it features a snippet of her love story re-recording. It doesn't hit as hard. I'm sorry. It just doesn't. You listen to it. I, it came up on my TikTok. And Love Story is one of three Taylor Swift songs that I will give her that she did catch me slipping with. I will say that. <laughs> it doesn't I didn't hard. notice a difference. I kind of did. I was listening and I was like, is this a live version that I've just like, you know, never heard? 
And then I saw that it was like one of the re-recorded versions, mm. and I was like, okay. It's still, I mean, I only heard a snippet, so I don't know. It still seems like, like you said, very similar. Probably wouldn't really notice the difference, but like. I think we're nitpicking, you know what I'm saying? That you're definitely. trying to hear for the difference. It doesn't have that like childhood nasal that the first one did. You know what I mean? Okay, that's fair. But I will say, her voice really hasn't changed over the no. past 10 years, which is crazy to think about. But then again, her songs really aren't that difficult I was say, vocally. I'm not, not trying like to shade her. She's not training herself but, that much in comparison. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not like when JoJo had to re record her discography and you know she recorded that her songs originally when she was 13 yeah and now and her voice changed a lot she's yeah, no, like now such a rich alto grown. yeah um and i loved it though i love the re-recordings i've grown to love them over the originals which is funny i didn't think that would be the case but i can't listen to the originals now I th- and i think at the time especially for jojo she was singing about such grown people things yeah she was 13 when she wrote get out yeah that's insane so, <laughs> i think it's a lot more fitting to hear that mature voice yeah and it's fun to hear all the new inflections that she does and keeping it fresh so i hope you know that's the case for taylor i mean it sounds pretty similar i don't know how the swifties are gonna feel but at the end of the day i think this is for a good reason you know it's time for her to own her shit and i looked into her albums the other day because i was interested i was like does she really write her own music she does no she writes everything yes i I was looking at the credits on her albums and she writes everything yeah so i will give her that and because we know there are people out there who say they write and it's like okay you change a little word (laughs) that doesn't (laughs) make you a songwriter yeah that's Um, the thing with taylor it's like it's authentic. I respect her as a songwriter, if that makes yes. sense. Like I said, she yeah. did catch me slipping with fair. Love Story, <laughs> Blank Space, and Style. I will say that. She caught me slipping with those oh ones. Oh, my God. And You Belong With Me. I will go for that. However, That's what's going banger. on with her intellectual property and the songs that she has created over the years and this whole Scooter Braun drama, that shouldn't happen to anybody. No. Period. You shouldn't have to fight for your art like that because of literally like predators not predators in the sense of like sexual predators but in the sense of like but it's predatory in a way because you're taking advantage of this person who's so young at the time signing exactly you're taking advantage of the fact that they probably are very naive to the business and will not understand the fine print ins and outs of whatever contract that they're signing which we talked about last time in our book nook if you're listening to our book nook, it's absolutely disgusting sorry but yeah so in terms of this commercial, though, there's a little shade. So if you look closely at the ad, Satan and his lover take a selfie in front of a literal dumpster fire. There, behind them, a discarded scooter rests on the ground in front of another blue dumpster. Like Good. a scooter that you ride. <laughs> and then the number six is graffitied on the wall behind it to symbolize like all the albums that she doesn't own yet. So six go albums the fuck she doesn't off. own because of that this is what I'm saying. Six albums. Like, yeah, no, he deserves this to rot in hell. Sucks. No, he deserves to rot in hell. He deserves to rot in hell. For six albums. Yeah, like JoJo had two that she had to re-record. Taylor has six, and I'm just trying to think about like going into this these recording sessions, like 
you want to make them sound like the original as much as possible. So I'm sure she's probably so nitpicky and it's just so overwhelming because you don't want to disappoint the fans. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I, but that's another thing too. Like I've recently gotten back into like songwriting and like music making. I've just been playing around with a lot of stuff and like creating a song is a lot of hard work, let alone creating mm-hmm. a song that millions of people have already fallen in love with, let alone re-recording six albums. That millions of people have fallen in love with and are going to critique based off of how close to the original they are. Even though you shouldn't have to go through this in the first place because of predatory contracts like this. Disgusting. Disgusting. No one should have to do this. I hate this. So, yeah, all the albums that include self-titled Taylor Swift, Fearless, Speak Now, Red, 1989, and Reputation. I didn't realize... Reputation was under there too. Nineteen eighty. I mean, you can just slap. throw there Reputation in the garbage. That. That's the one we don't talk about. <laughs> you can just light that one on fire. Oh you God. can just. Put that I one have in the to background. say though, Red takes me back a little bit because there were a lot of songs that played on the radio, and it brings me back to high school. Oh yeah, Red in nineteen eighty nine really were staples. <laughs> yeah, but. Go, Taylor. I love the shade of it all. I love you coming after this man that completely wronged you and disgraced you. And I'm hoping, I think you can on like Spotify and iTunes, once she releases these re-recordings, she can take down Mm. all the older ones. Because I know JoJo did that. But at the same time, I think a lot of radio stations who, I don't know the details of this at all, but I guess if you buy her old masters, then you can still stream it so yeah i don't know all the swifties everyone else even if you're not a swiftie and you want to stream taylor stream the new stuff when it comes out because she's you know busting her ass doing this and good for her you know no even though i don't really like taylor she shouldn't have to go through with this no one should so yeah keep recording sis everybody's waiting i think she came out with a disney plus thing for folklore so that's cute and all. The lesbians but... do like folklore, I will say. The lesbians have <laughs> they latched do. onto folklore. Once and you I hit that indie why. chord, no, it's the indie. You lesbians love your indie. It's the lesbians. At least the people I've seen have been the lesbians. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Like the lesbians have latched onto folklore. Like they love it. They eat it. I know, it up. but I'm saying like indie in general. Oh, like the yeah. genre. Oh, absolutely. The lesbians have called that their own. I Are mean, you serious? Listen, it's what we do best. It's what <laughs> we do best. Claro. I was going to say Claro. Yeah, the way I'm that here. I listen to Sophia at least once a day. Oh, boy. All right. So <laughs> that concludes this segment of Hot Topics. Oh, wow. Yeah. So short one. Through, this was a good I week. Know. But I wouldn't say short. I would say efficient. We got through them. Efficient. You know? <laughs> No, I liked it though. We no, said what we had fair. to say and then fair. kept it moving. Um, so yeah, that concludes that. We'll be back after this with tittering tweets. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. <clears throat> yeah, I had another story about Miley Cyrus, but it's not relevant. No, I don't even want to hear that one. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Except I've heard a lot of good things about the album. It I doesn't matter. Listened. Keep it to yourself. She like Oof. I don't like Taylor Swift, but Miley Cyrus is another level of <laughs> hatred that I don't even want to get into. Yeah, that wouldn't have been good. Jesus, Alrighty. the way she literally blackfished. Well, you know what? We're not going to talk about it. Anyways. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Tittering Tweets. So actually, one of the tweets I have isn't a tweet. Um, sue me. So the first tweet. 
is, I thought it was funny only because I've had to do this a lot and I agree with okay. it. It's by at cast the virgin. This is a very old tweet, so I don't know if that's still their handle. But it says, chasing after a ping pong ball is wildly dehumanizing. Thoughts? <laughs> it is. Oh my god, it is the worst. The absolute worst, though, is having to play pong outside. Oh my god, I've never By bushes. No. By a pool. And you, everyone has to like go into the pool. Like, up oh, here we here we go again. We lost the pong ball. <laughs> it's the fucking worst. At least in a room, it like hits a wall, so you can like grab it quick. But even then, that fucking sucks. And it's also dirty too. Oh, I do not miss it. Listen, <laughs> whew, mm-hmm. I I think we all had our phase freshman year of college, and we you're did. into it. And then you still see the people senior year that are still like, oh my god, let's play. F- flip cup let's do this let's honey hand me my drink and let me talk some shit that's Literally, all i'm good that's at all I, hand me my drink and let me shake my ass that's all i exactly do. let's put on some talk, good music but i need to twerk and that's just on that <laughs> amen on that i don't need to talk but i need to twerk i need yes. to do, you've seen me you have seen me mm, absolutely <laughs> but um yeah i mean punk's fun it, it is what it is but that's the worst part you feel like an animal like the absolute <laughs> worst like lowest of the low especially when it's in a corner that you can't reach and then yes. someone has to help you talk about embarrassment <laughs> honey it's happened so many times and then oh when God. someone like throws it to you because you got to throw it back to the other side and then yep. you don't catch it and, and then you you're back at square it. one again the worst is when you like bend over and you suddenly <laughs> realize how drunk you are and you almost fall over you know what i'm talking about and you're like, oof, that was a close one. Yes. Oh, my God. You just start swinging in circles and you're like, whoa there. Oh, my God. It is too real. Dark. Dark. That was a good one. That oh, was. my God. This one I think you'll also like. It's actually a Tumblr post. Don't sue me. I'm back on Tumblr. No, it's okay. We're regressing. We're regressing. You need to. With everything going on, please we stick to your to. roots. Oh, my God. This is like, this is going to sound really weird and creepy, but like the other night. So I have. These, I don't know if you, have you ever experienced this, where, like, you're in a dream, you realize you're in a dream, you say, I'm in a dream, and then suddenly, like, the tone of the dream gets, like, really dark and eerie? No. Has that never, it happened to, it happens to me all the time, where, like, I'm supposed to be, like, all my dreams are me, like, problem solving, and then once I solve the problem, or if I'm, like, this is a stupid solution, like, the people in my dream, like, will look at me and become, like, angry, and once, like, my friend... She was in a dream and she was like, yeah, I said, I'm in a dream. And like one of the people around me said, like, you're not supposed to know that. Yeah. Like, fuck you. You <laughs> cracked the code, you bitch. You've never no, had but that? I, I haven't had that, but I've recognized that I'm in a dream and then just gone, fuck it. I'm doing whatever the fuck I want. Like, there are no rules. Like, I I'm mean, that's like, lucid dreaming have, then. Is that what that's called? Yeah. That's the definition of lucid dreaming is okay. when you just like do whatever you want. My dreams are yeah, like, I'm, just I'm like, not doing it. whatever I want, but I recognize I'm in a dream. And once I say that, they either get really angry or I like get thrust into another dream with like another oh bunch God. of problems. I have to, is this weird? That's so intense. It's kind of intense, but like I'm so used <laughs> to it. But anyway, so the other night I had this dream where I was trying to solve a problem and then I remembered it was 2020 and I got like really sad. And then like one of the people in my dream just turned to me 
looked me dead in the eyes and said, you've survived the hardest year of your life. And I woke up and was like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> that was a fucking prophecy. That wasn't a dream. I <laughs> That was some divine inter- intervention right there. They looked me in my eyes and I was like, um. <laughs> uh, thank you, question mark. And, and then I woke up as if I was supposed to just like move on. <laughs> <laughs> This is it? Like, okay. And... Oh, terrifying. But anyways, back to the Tumblr post. <laughs> yes. This post says, it's by Gay Arsonist. And they said, first thing just says, dark emails. And then the next line says, to whom it will concern. <laughs> <sighs> you should know better than to write that. Ne- like, avoid that at all costs. That <laughs> is the most... To whom it will concern. Yeah, like, who the fuck's it gonna concern, bitch? Like, That's nobody so... cares. The way that I'm definitely gonna write that in an email one day. Like, the day I snap. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be it. You're gonna be like, fuck you, I don't give a With, shit. With, like, just the keypad typing, just, to whom it will concern. <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought it was funny. God. No, I also saw funny. it while that I was, was working good. at my corporate job, so maybe it was funnier in my head than it actually is. Yeah, there is. you go. But yeah, that's it. <laughs> Alrighty, I liked it. So that was uh, Tittering Tweets. Now we're back to the book nook. Oh my god, we're going to be getting back into the book nook. And These chapters Ryan are juicy. Updates. Oh my god, so juicy. Jesus. Did you get up to fantasy? Mm-mm. Okay, I got between, got? I read between Cherche Le Femme and... Did you get to Thanksgiving is canceled? No, I got to the Damn. the, the last. <laughs> oh, it's just such a good one. I know, I know. I, I'm, I'm trying okay. to get there, but I'm currently, I just finished the chapter where like all of her fans and then she yes. gets whisked away back to the mansion and oh, then she's okay, like so in the we'll, bathtub, just like hanging right, out. So we'll end on a like heartfelt moment. Yes. There. Yes, it's Okay, yes. good, good, good. <laughs> Alrighty, so this is a good preview a little teaser what's to come we love we're gonna be back after this with our book nook Alrighty. and we are back this is the part of the episode where we have our little book nook we're talking about the meaning of mariah carey and in light of the meaning of mariah carey we have a lot of mariah carey news (gasps) mariah carey's magical christmas special is coming out tonight at midnight wait tonight i thought it was on the fifth Oh, honey. Tonight. No. Oh, That's I'm why I told you. I right said, now. I said, I need your login tonight. Duh. I need it. Oh, I'm oh Santa, it to you right the now. single and the music video with Jennifer Hudson and Ariana Grande is being released at midnight tonight. Oh, my God. I know. So I'm telling myself, listen, this is what I'm telling myself because I want to experience the, I guess, concert or whatever you want to call, call it in person so like that sounds so dumb i didn't mean it like that but i want to experience it in the moment and i don't want to be spoiled about what songs are in it like when you go to see a concert on twitter and everybody's talking about it yes exactly so i'm gonna wake up tomorrow and it's gonna be all over the place so i'm gonna watch osana tonight i'll spoil myself with that and then tomorrow i'm staying off my phone i'm gonna try to until 
it airs because I, I don't want to be spoiled with the set list because every time, even when I've gone to the concerts, like when we saw Caution, she didn't come to Philly until a month later. So it was like impossible exactly. not mm-hmm. to know what the set list was, even though she would change a few because it's always fun to like be in the moment and be like, holy shit. Like what the fuck? Like when I will never forgive her starts. for not doing Shake It Off at our, our date. Oh, don't even get me started. I will never forgive don't. her for not doing Shake It Off. I have yet to see her perform it live out of all the six shows I've gone to and I deserve a medal for that. <laughs> but I'm just so excited. Have you seen previews for the Christmas special? No, I haven't seen anything. I like, okay, I can fully you Google, just Google it because I want you to see the visuals because they're fucking unbelievable. So apparently the like set designer or producer behind this has produced like the halftime show over the years. Like she's working with, monumental producers like they know what the fuck they're doing it looks so cool i mean it's mariah carey of course oh wow i know oh wow and it just makes me i don't know it makes me happy because we have new management we've had it for the past two years and it was such a shift from when stella was involved i mean Mm. yeah the woman was cheapening her look like nobody's business trying to make her a deep Making brand deals that made no sense. She was for a hostel at one point, and then she had that cheesy Hallmark special that was so cringe. And what else? She came out with so much stupid shit just to put her name on stuff. Is Mariah going to dance in this? Oh, she's doing a little sidestep. She's moving. She's moving. Yeah, she's doing her thing. Um, But I'm so excited. Like, look at the sets. Yeah, no, that looks good. I'm so excited and I'm just glad that she's finally, she finally has a team that is doing her justice. It's what she deserves. I love <laughs> Honestly. it. Honestly. Alrighty. So enough of me just going on and on and on. I'm going to go on about it next week. So get ready. I don't care. <laughs> um, <laughs> any initial thoughts? So we're, what is this? Part two of Sing Sing? Yeah. Maybe part three, either way. What do we think? Well, any initial thoughts? I love it. I, of course, I love the book. It's Mariah Carey. But in the sense of she's so, again, she's so honest with everything that's going on. Her husband is, you know, yes. we don't like him. Yes. We don't like him at all. I think it's no. also too interesting towards the later chapters of this segment, how she didn't realize how many fans she had until her third album. Yeah, we'll get into that because that's unbelievable because she had like six number ones under her belt by that point. She was a mega star, you know, and she had no idea how many people were actually Mm -mm. her fans. And then on top of that, she was 18 when she met this dude. 18. Like he was 21. Let's let's sit here and do the math. You're 18. And this dude who's. 21 years older than you. What does that make him? 39? Yeah. It's like, hey, what? An 18-year-old? You're a predator. Plus, he's already been married, has kids. Yeah. And she didn't get into that, which I think was out of a respect thing. And I think overall, like she said, she could have gone a lot lower. I'm sure she could have. I think she definitely wanted to keep it at least respectful because I'm sure he also probably has some, like, 
strong lawyers you know i mean mariah already currently has her own coin <laughs> yeah so i'm sure she could probably go like head to head but it's like and also at the end of the day there's no need to go back into the trenches exactly especially to like writing it in a book because you have to you have to say it out loud and you actually have to write it down and you have to proofread it and edit it and all this stuff it's like reliving everything all over again so i completely understand why she yeah. didn't really want to go like super deep into a lot of the details but from the details that we have it's there enough to be like this is not a good yeah. dude this is not a good no. relationship this is not a good situation Alrighty, so i guess we can start from the beginning i mean how this relationship pretty much started i hate to say it but i will say this is another moment of divine intervention yeah because we have this moment where she goes to the party with brenda k star and she's walking to the bathroom and then they just lock eyes like it's out of a movie it's like ridiculous it's like okay come on but it happened like, i believe it jesus let alone with the president of sony or atlantic records yeah and she was like it wasn't love at first sight i'll tell you that from the start but mm -hmm. it was just weird she was like it was like he was looking into my soul yeah. at that moment maybe for him it could have been something like love but for her she was like hello <laughs> exactly and she didn't even know who he was meanwhile he was the creme de la creme he was at the time one of the biggest yeah. you know he was the head of sony which controlled everything this was before the internet this was before soundcloud artists and all this stuff you didn't have anything without a you know label behind you yeah and then they have this moment where he snatches the demo tape and i thought this was funny snatches yeah like he was very aggressive with it for no reason yeah <laughs> he was just like who's your friend and then just like snatches it and i think it's funny like in mariah's mind she's like Holy shit, this guy just took my demo tape. Now I have to go buy another one that I can barely afford to get, you know, printed. <laughs> and he's probably not even going to fucking listen to it. But lo and behold, he does and ends up leaving a voicemail. He gets in touch with whomever, gets her number. Well, he actually went back to the party. So this is literally like a Cinderella moment. Yeah. As stupid as it sounds she's dressed in you know streetwear at this elite party and he comes back with the slipper and she's gone you know and then he gets her number leaves a voicemail i thought it was funny how she's talking about with her voicemail her and her friend would like <laughs> yeah do impersonations and he kept the calling way that that over would be me again. oh truly my God, that, that would have so happened to me you. All those impersonations. I've considered doing a impersonation for my voicemail the other day. And then I was like, nah, let me stop. And I just didn't even do one in general. It's still just the number. <laughs> this is like the part where, you know, we come to find the Cinderella story really isn't what it's cracked up to be. She nope. even says Tommy was no Prince Charming. Mm. So fast forward, she, you know, gets her first artist advance of $5,000, which she thinks at the time is unreal she doesn't even know what to do with it and she has her own apartment she has her own sofa which she talks about and she was like for the first time she was like i felt a sigh of relief you know mm -hmm. like she had survived she finally made it you know her childhood was just unstable household after the next over and over again and now that she was finally settled in her own place in new york where she dreamed of being and soon that that would even be ripped away from her all over again 
But it was cool to see her finally reach that point, you know? Yeah. And I think it's also... What the fuck was I going to say? <laughs> oh my god, this has been happening so much recently where I start talking and I completely blank out. It's Keep okay. talking, wanna... I'm sorry. All right. If you want to... It'll come back to me it, eventually. Just I just don't know when. I'm still trying yeah. to grab at it. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but then we start to find that like Tommy was giving her constant attention, and she talks about how you know it gave her a sense of safety, and I guess she kind of mm-hmm. confused that with feeling safe because her family was so Neglectful. toxic. Yeah. I mean, it's a very common thing, especially in like abusive relationships whether it's emotional or physical where a lot of people are attracted to these people because they have some i'm not saying this is every single time in that obviously i'm not saying in any way or form that your insecurities are like the reason why it happens but what happens is a lot of these abusers see these areas you know of i guess people are vulnerable yeah see these areas of vulnerability and then they capitalize on that in the relationship to make the other person start to lean on them when in reality they're just manipulating that person the yeah. whole time and she even says i needed a sense of home more than i needed a boyfriend yeah which um, i can understand <laughs> and yeah she just talks about like his flirty gestures that start coming up and just weird especially coming from such a man an that's older 40 man. yeah it's disgusting yeah. and at the it's head of disgusting. a label talk about a work relationship it's like this is completely inappropriate this is your boss yeah like that's gross and he knows it and he understands what that pa- that's the issue with a lot of these like relationships of course do i talk about how i am in love with a lot of you know actors that are twice my age yes yes i do but the difference is I know that that's probably never going to happen, number one. <laughs> and two, she didn't understand, and she says this in the book, she, does, she didn't understand the exact power dynamic that was happening between her and him, but exactly. he most definitely did. He and that's did, what and makes he took it advantage disgusting. of it. Absolutely. And I'm not trying to be ageist in that, you know, you can't date somebody 20 years older than you. Absolutely not. I think no, 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 there no, no. are healthy... I'm still reaching for the stars here, but... <laughs> Wait, did you say no as in you disagree? No, 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 no. I completely agree with you. Like, oh, oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. yeah. I'm not I mean, saying that you like. Oh, and I know that. Or absolutely yeah. shouldn't. I'm just saying in the fact that she is 18. In this instance, that is not the case. Very absolutely. Vulnerable. Yes. Absolutely. She has um, been through it. Yes. She has a lot of trauma that she needs to get through. And this man is, you know. He's like dangling. Dangling. Like a nice, word. pretty yes. life. Yes. In front of her, because he knows that she's probably gone through some shit. And, he's and she needs that security. That. But overall, she does say, you know, he and her, one thing that they had together was the music. They were both two very smart individuals when it came to music and could churn out success. And I mean, we see that with her career. Yeah. The first However many years of her career are unprecedented in terms of an artist, even today. She debuted, debuted with four number one singles. That's insane. That is. I'm trying to think of somebody else. And every album after that had a number one. So. Like, I'm trying to think of somebody else that, like, from the jump, they were that famous. You can't. I can't. can't. You really can't. It's unprecedented. And we'll come to find later on in the book when they do divorce and she does start to move on. This expectation of being in the number one spot 
is mm-hmm. constantly brought back up. And it's like, if she just has number two, the label's like, what the fuck? And she's like, what? I meant number <laughs> two. Like, she can't compete with herself anymore. Yeah. And that's a lot of things that I know. I mean, my man, Harry Styles, has mentioned before yeah. where it's just like, there's this idea that your next piece of work has to be better than your last, which is a very dangerous thought to have because then it's not like you're creating art because you want to create it. You feel like you're creating art because you have to. Or like, mm-hmm. oh, I did an album like this before, so I have to do something different. When no, it's it should just be whatever you want. Exactly. Yeah. It's, and it's gross. Moving forward, um, I found it telling in that when they started, you know, they decided to move in together upstate New York and he surprised her with this huge property that they were going to build their mega mansion on. I think it was like $35 million. Was yep, that this it? is another Around step that. in the domestic abuse cycle, which is Ridiculous. isolation. Ridiculous. Mm. And she made sure, and she tells herself this, that she would pay for half of everything that was in that house because she said, and I quote, no man would ever kick me out of the house. Mm-hmm. In terms of like what happened to her mother, because we have that instance where the boyfriend is kicking the mother out of the house when yeah. she was little. So she definitely still has these ringings of trauma in her ear that she's trying to fight against. And I think in a way it's kind of, although she's in another toxic relationship, I think it's comforting to see how she finally reached that point where she could somewhat create yeah. That safe environment for herself, and it's comforting to know that she was able to have that, you know, not fully, but I don't know. No, I completely understand what you're saying. It's like seeing the fruits of your labor in terms of, like, you've been doing all of this, like, inner work, and, you know, I guess the witches say shadow work, where you're like, okay, like, what happened that I didn't like? You know, what things do I not want to, you know, repeat in this generational trauma that I'm experiencing? And she actually met her goal which was i refuse to ever be kicked out of a house that i share with somebody exactly and now the girl that was wearing her mom's hand-me-down shoes that were breaking at the seams now has a multi-level shoe closet her fucking shoe closet was two stories like what the fuck insane (laughs) i know crazy i wish that there were more photos of the house itself we know it burned down oh um, do we i didn't know that Uh, Yeah, not by them. She always says, I wish it burned down when I lived there. But (laughs) owners that took over after the fact, I think there was um, a thunderstorm that struck something and it just all burned down, which is Yeah, that's God. Yeah, that's on God. Yeah. God was like, this house I wouldn't say that was a shame because with everything going on, it had some bad juju in there. Mm -hmm. But I would have loved to see more pictures because we only have rare glimpses. I'm sure it was unbelievable. I'm sure he has... So I'm taking a bite of my snack. I'm sure he has all of those security videos Whew, and camera footage I knew you were gonna stored say on that. a server somewhere. I'm sure. He has oh, to. yeah. That'll come up at some point. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, speaking of that, wasn't that crazy? And she says it throughout the book. Even when they got divorced, she was like, I don't know who he had wired around me. Like, she was paranoid. Yeah. That's terrifying. Your Ugh. husband has all these security cameras up, not to, like, you know, protect against other people, but to watch you and mm-hmm. all of your movements, and he's sending people out with wires to follow you and track what you're saying? Prison. Jail. Yeah. Jesus. And speaking of jail, 
I so she always called it Sing Sing, and I think the lambs always thought, or just me, it was just because she was meant to sing and sing and sing and sing Mm-mm. because she was coming out with albums like nobody's business at the time. Oh. But in fact, there was a notorious prison not too far away called Sing Sing. It was coined that term. And all this time, she was just comparing her life there to being in prison. And she so many was, lambs you know, have no idea. Yeah. It's very clear that everything she says and does has a specific meaning behind it. Oh, yes, absolutely. And it's funny that we're saying this because recently the Lambs have discovered co- like random concert footage and interview footage of her impersonating her mom. We'll come to find that her mom would always say, I did my best or something like that. And she would put on this voice mm-hmm. and no one thought anything of it because... We didn't know her relationship with her mom and that she would always say that until we read this book. And now on Twitter, all the lambs are pulling up all these videos like, oh, my God, she would say this all the time. <laughs> we had no clue what this impersonation was from. Yeah. Um, but I have to say, I think it's it motivates me because not motivates, but it warms my heart because I'm the type of person I need to find humor in life every day. Yeah, and I'm sure you too. agree. Oh, and I think. Yeah, my therapist was dogging on me yesterday because she's like, every time you're close to tears, you start laughing. And I was like, "Ooh, (laughs) you have to, though, you have to. And I think she's such a spirit of that making light out of jack shit, you know, I mean, because it's like, how else are we supposed to get through this? (laughs) One hundred percent. But speaking about the wires and all this stuff, it starts to come to fruition when she's starting to go shopping because she gets her mom a house. Yeah. And she's shopping for all the furniture and everything. And she was, she got so into it. She was saying, meeting with all these different contractors. And it was like a whole nother artistic outlet for her. And to the point where this bitch, I mean, speak of festive. This woman was festive from the get-go. She made sure when she surprised her mom at the house that there was coffee and cinnamon buns baking in the kitchen while they entered the house does that that's so extra i know (laughs) but again she goes on to say that moment you know no matter what happens with her mother it was just such a proud moment for her to give her that and be like look what i created for me and for us you know yeah no i that that scene really warmed my heart it did like i want to do that I, i know i do too but You'll come to find later on, it's like, this woman has done so much for your daughter, not this woman, your own daughter has done so much for you. And the backstabbing that happens in this same house, not too long after. So that's a little teaser for you. Dang. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that was that chapter. And then we go on to a family where she, like we were mentioning, Discovers her fans for the first time. Yeah. And mind you, she already came out with her self-titled album, four number one songs. Yep. She came out with Emotions that had two number ones, MTV Unplugged. Um, and then Music Box, which she was recording at the time, that would go on to be, I think, the highest selling album of all time. Really? Like 500 million copies sold. I, I don't think anyone has topped that. Oh my God. Yeah. Like that album was monumental. Um, and she just talks about, you know, going to this concert in Schenectady that they were filming for the special Mm -hmm. and she was in a limo and she asked the driver, she's like, what are all these police cars doing in this 
random town in upstate New York. Like, what are all these people out here screaming about? And the guy's like, Miss Carrie, they're here for you. And she's like, oh, my God. You know? Like, <laughs> the fact what? that she didn't even realize that after her four number one songs. And it was highly album? calculated. You have to think about it. Yeah. I, I re- remember watching videos of interviews from early in her career, and people were asking her, even after her second album, Emotions, when are you going on tour? People want to see you in concert. And, you know, this was a ployed statement by the label, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'm just trying to focus on the music right now. Wait, so and she didn't tour her first two albums? She didn't tour until after Music Box, this album. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it was on it was purpose. It was done on purpose to keep her sheltered and churning out hits. And listen, it was toxic, but it worked. It worked. And I'm not <laughs> saying like let let's do this. Absolutely not. You do not degrade someone and whisk mm-hmm. them away and completely gaslight them. But that's absolutely not. But that's but the thing in situations like these. It's successful. like the perpetrator is Thinking out every single step along the way. And I think, especially in relationships with like this, with this type of power dynamic. Yeah. Or like, you know, abusive relationships and stuff like that, where people were like, oh, like they didn't know what they were doing. Like, no, they do. Because they know the result that they want to get to. So they know exactly what they need to do to manipulate you so that they get that result. And in this case, the result was Mariah Carey having millions of fans and her having no idea. No idea about it. And it wasn't like she was out partying or doing anything. Everything was work-related. And it's funny because she mentions, you know, they would have these meetings discussing her career that she wouldn't even go to. She wasn't invited to. It was Tommy and these, you know, older white men who were these executives at Sony deciding her every move from what she wore, you know? So it it goes back to say, you know, the only thing she truly had was the music. That's it. That's the only thing. Her writing her songs that she could express herself. But then we have this moment where she discovers her fans. And it made me emotional because she went on to say, I decided that day that I would be devoted to them forever. And having that moment where she goes to sing Hero. And she talks about, so this monumental song, Hero, it's been sung at the inauguration. It was sung after 9-11. Mm-hmm. So many different big occasions it was sung for. And this woman wrote it in five minutes, not even for herself, for fucking Gloria Stefan. Like, what? Yeah. She was like, yeah, I was, like, going to the bathroom and, like, <laughs> sitting in the <laughs> stall. And this, you know, melody just came to me. And that was that. Like, what? Insane. It, her mind amazes me every passing day. Every every time I turn the page, I'm just amazed yet again. Yeah. And another thing, you know, Tommy was smart in that case because he said, you know what? No, y- you need to keep this song to yourself. You know, he recognized mm-hmm. that this is a powerful song and it, not just anybody can be singing this. And it was def- and it's cool to see because it became something that the fans resonate with so much and it's become such a staple. Yeah. And to see that it's grown into that huge success. Um, so she has that moment during the concert where she's finally connecting with her fans. And then we have this moment where she comes home and she talks about her taking baths as like a ritual to 
take off her like celebrity mask. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. she talks about it being like baptismal, <laughs> but um, it was just a way for her to finally relax. Yeah. And she writes her, she starts humming what would come to be close my eyes, which I don't know if you know that song, but it's mm-hmm. very reflective on her childhood. She goes on to say, you know, I was, you read the lyrics. I was a wayward yeah. child um, with the weight of the world that I held deep inside, whatever. And she finally just starts to reflect and be like, holy shit, I'm in a bathtub bigger than where I was living five years ago. And look what I've come to be, you know? I thought that was cool. No, I really, I really liked it. And I just also like, like the way that she was just in the bathtub looking out the window at like the broad landscape and was just like, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm." singing a hit yet again. Like, exactly. her songwriting capabilities astound me. Yeah, stupid. Stupid is the word. It's, it's like so many ridiculous. songs to just write. So many. And I like what she said here. It was pretty powerful. She says, it was the first time I felt safe enough to look back at the little Mariah and recognize that she had survived. So going yes. back to this, you know, inner child that she's releasing throughout this memoir. There you go. Oh just sucks that she's now in just another different toxic situation but she made it when it she came to it. her music and what she loves she made it but she still has a lot to fight through you know we have yeah. um this wedding did you read about the wedding no i just got to the wedding okay or at least the wedding planning part Alrighty. so we're gonna get into the wedding it's a performance in and of, in and of itself i mean yeah. it, it really was and we're going to see how, you know, she told herself, you know, it's going to get better once we get married. And honey, when just, you say that to yourself, just know. It's not going to get better. Get you better. shouldn't be getting married. No. Take any doubt as a no. <laughs> exactly. So I'm excited. This was a good little chat. I, I like chat. Yeah. These were some uplifting. Ch- Obviously, she's not in the best situation, but in comparison with other chapters, this but was she's a nice... getting through it and certain parts of her life. Like, yeah, I'm thinking like certain little parts of her soul are being filled while the others are being just pulled out again. Exactly. exactly. So we got to take the good with the bad. Just. <laughs> No, I completely agree. Completely agree. I'm happy to see that she's finally achieving and excelling in what she's good at, which is music and songwriting. It's just, ooh, ooh this house, yeah. this man. Yikes. Mans. Yikes. Alrighty, so that concludes our book nook. Hope you've enjoyed. Continue reading Sing Sing. Okay. And we have a lot more to discuss. I can't wait to discuss Thanksgiving is canceled because someone tried to cancel Thanksgiving and. It was funny what she has to say. So, Oh, God. I'm very excited now. Knowing Mariah, I'm excited. <laughs> the shade. Alrighty. So thank you for listening. Do you have yes, any final words? Um, take a bath. If you can. Take a bath like <laughs> Mariah and just have a song come to you. <laughs> yeah. Sing a little tune. You never know. It might be a hit. It might be a hit. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys.